Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. I want to I preach today about how does the miracle comes to place. Because we have a star-breathing, miracle-working God on our side. When we talk about a miracle, it's always you need a problem. If you don't have a problem, you do not need a miracle, right? Is that right? I thought, oh, God is doing miracles, but if you do not have a problem, God cannot perform any miracle. Miracles always a very key topic because the miracle shows that God is not only God of words, a God of deeds, a God who says, I can see, I can hear, I recognize, and I want to experience you that you are bigger than all your circumstances. So there's one thing what you need to receive a miracle is the word faith. Without faith, you will not receive a miracle. So people say, oh my gosh, I need more faith. But listen to me, in the natural way, I can see the people in San Diego area, in an LA area, you have more faith than you can ever think or imagine. Just listen, the way how you drive the car. <laughs> this is not normal. And, I, and I'm wondering why nobody is dying. It is crazy. In the natural way, isn't you? You drive so crazy and you think it's normal. No, you believe that you are a driver. You can do it. And I'm like Max, Max Verstappen. No, you're not. You're just living in the area of San Diego. That means in the natural way, you have so much faith. Or another thing which I've seen, I've never met a guy in America. When you're going to the restaurant, the waitress comes and what do you want? You say, before I order, I have a question. What is the question? Has you, the people that cook the meal, has they washed wash their hands? <laughs> no, you believe the hands are clean. <laughs> you, you, in a natural way, when it comes to driving the cars to the restaurant, we are believers. Everyone is a believer. So when it comes to the word of the Lord, people say, yeah, sometimes God heals and sometimes, I don't know. So I want to share you a story. What Bible says, you need only a faith like a mustard seed. So the problem is, I'm living in Zurich. This is a huge mega city and people are not farmers anymore. When I speak about the seed, they say, I don't know, what is a seed? I'm a farmer boy. So this is a picture. A seed is very, very, very small. In the French language, Petit small. In Italy, piccolo. In America, it's gigantic small. So the Bible says you just need a little bit faith and you will experience a miracle. Not a coconut and not even a watermelon. That means just a little bit is enough tonight that you will receive a tremendous godly miracle in your life. Is that amazing? So encouraging. So I want to share with you guys a story. One of my favorite stories about Jesus had a very close friend, Lazarus. So Lazarus was actually dying. He was dead for four days. And he came too late. And in that story, you can see four people. 
and everyone was reacting very, very differently. So I want to share with you guys about some nuggets about how you can receive miracles even though if something is already dead. Maybe you're saying, Pastor Leo, my marriage has fallen apart. Maybe my health is not good anymore. My finances are not good. Whatever you're going through, there is an uplifting story. Whatever is dead, whatever is impossible, Jesus can speak one word. And the miracle will take place like boom shakala in one second. In one second. So let's go to the story. And I want us going to four steps actually. And the point number one is the disbelief. Why I'm starting with the disbelief? The thing is because in the story, disbelief starts first. And here is in John chapter 11, verse 3 to 6 from the New International Version. So the sisters sent the word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. So when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed where he was for two more days. So when I read this text and I'm, I'm, I'm a Bible teacher, <laughs> I said, Jesus, what are you doing? If one of my closest friends has a need, I leave everything and I'm going like Speedy Gonzalez. But Jesus is chilling the rabbit. He's not moving one millimeter. How in the world can that be? And the point is when Jesus is doing something to explain us, I'm not in a hurry. And I will never push only because people ask me to do something. Jesus knows always about the momentum. And there's always a lesson in the lesson actually. And that's the point for those people they have been disappointed. They said, we asked Jesus for help, but he didn't move. I've asked him for help from my marriage, from my family, from my friends, from my work, from my college, for the friends. I asked Jesus already, but he chilled the rabbit. He was late. And then disappointment sets in. And, and I'm, I'm leading a church, a big church, and also a very big online community. Online, hello. They are so big. A lot of people, they come into the church, they believe in Jesus, but they have an area where you have been disappointed. And you bring this to the church, you bring this into the church, and you're wondering why in the world God is not performing a miracle anymore. So I want to explain this in a very, very simple way, with a very simple prop, actually. So this is the water. Water is standing for the living word of God, right? The word of God is like a water, like, like a fountain. It's like a never-ending thing. So now you're coming to church. Maybe your family is falling apart in 1,000 pieces or maybe your health, financials, whatever. So 1,000 pieces. Now you're coming to the church and you say, God, here is my life. So you pour out, pour in, pour out, pour in your problems into the word of the Lord. So what are you doing like this? You pour it in, and what happens is it doesn't mix. It doesn't mix. It doesn't mix. You walk in and you walk out the same way. I'll tell you why. So in, in the book of Hebrew, chapter 4, verse 2, the Bible says... For us as was the gospel preached as well unto them, but the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. 
That means if you're disappointed, you hear God is a healer. Say, yeah, 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 Pastor Leo. I hear you and I can see you. You're beautiful. But, but, my mom passed away. We prayed for her. My kids are not doing good. My finances are not going to do I hear you and you see a one belief, but it doesn't mix. Check this out. You can do whatever you want. It doesn't mix. It doesn't mix. And then unbelief sets in. And here's the funny thing, it's actually not funny. When you walk out of the church, it's again, it, it turns out into sand again. See this? And nothing changes. You come into awakening, it doesn't mix, you're going home, and it's still the same. So I want to I tell you something, and I want to be really, really honest with you guys. I, I struggled, I'm, I'm a pastor, we should not struggle because... <laughs> we are pastors. So we had two families in our church. And they had two moms, and, and both of the moms, they get cancer. So one family, they were praying and fasting, and through a miracle, she survived, and she's still alive. And for the whole family, it's like a praise report. Say, oh my gosh, God is a healer. So we were super excited because God has done an amazing miracle. But the other family, the mom, she prayed as well. We fast, we prayed, we did everything, but she passed away. For that group, you know what happens? They left church. They left God and say, this is a fairy tale. Because the praise report sucks because we experienced the opposite. And then it's the question, is there not enough faith or maybe there's sin in life or whatever? So they left the church and I said to God, God, I'm, I'm, I'm confused. Because when I read the Bible, God is doing miracles after miracles after miracles after miracles. I cannot find one story in the Bible. Hey guys, I cannot find one story in the Bible where God lost one small single battle. God wins all the time. When we believe in God, we belong to the winning team of God Almighty. God always wins, always wins, always wins. Always. But there comes the word, but... So God, what's with this family? So I struggled for many years because when you're sitting on a horse, maybe you have a horse at home, you can fall, you can fall on two sides, right? Either you're falling on one side and say, God heals always, always and always, like this, and always and always. And other people say, yeah, God heals sometimes, but sometimes he doesn't heal, I don't know. And we're always in the middle, right? So God gave me a revelation many, many, many years ago, and I want to share this revelation. I hope it makes sense for you guys, but it makes a lot of sense for me, because until then, it changes my perspective, how I preach, how I teach, how I encourage people. The Irish priests, that came to Europe. So they came into a village, so they built a house. And they were well known for healing. They called like a house of miracle. So people came from all over and the priests, they prayed for the people and God performed a healing immediately. Healing after healing after healing. So they were known, if you're sick, you're going there, God is performing a miracle. So what happens if a person doesn't receive the healing? They will say, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't know why, but I will fast and pray for you. And then come back and we, do, we pray again. So that means you came back two weeks later, the priest prayed again for you. And if God didn't perform a miracle, they will say, no problem. God can heal you in a process. And a process means you're going to a doctor, you're going to a hospital, and they invented medicine. Medicine and instant healing, it's never a contradiction. They had always both. Immediate healing, hallelujah, process, 
a little bit harder, but still a healing. So listen, what about those people neither both worked? So they said, we built another house. And with dignity and love, we will help you and carry you into heaven. And when you entering heaven, it's not in San Diego. <laughs> heaven means heaven. When you're going there, and the book of Revelation is clear, God heals every single person. If you do not have hair anymore, don't worry. I have good news. Your ears are restored in heaven. If your legs are like this, no problem. It will be straight again. So with other words, they said, it doesn't matter. God can heal immediately in a process. If neither works, you will be healed in heaven forever. That means God heals always, always, and there's no exception. Always, always, and always, and always, and always. So that's why when, when I, I, I heard that story, that means when I preach the word of God, I know God is a healer. Heals always. There's not one person you will not receive a healing. Even though the Bible says some nations are going to a horrible situation, God will also take all the tears from the nations and restores everything. That means even for a whole entire nation, there is a hope and a good news because heaven, eternity is real. So never think your life only in the 80 or 60 or 100 years here on earth. Because life is longer than that. So the disbelief, it's not something which you want to have. The next thing is um, the preventive faith means from Martha. Martha, I like Martha. Martha is such a cool girl. She said in verse 21a, Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother will not have died. Check out this Bible verse. How many times we think like that? If he will be here, if the anointing will be in my house, if I will do everything according to the word of God, I never think a bad thought, I never look a bad look, I never say one wrong thing, and if I live a holy lifestyle and I do not one single mistake, the blessing, the grace, and anointing of God will be run over me. Of course the Bible says, be holy, be holy, do everything what you can be to live a holy lifestyle. But sometimes we think, I can protect my life from everything. That's not the case. I'll tell you why. Because the Lord is my shepherd. Psalm 23, the Bible says, the Lord is my shepherd. And the shepherd means he is the shepherd and I am not. Do you know what is your position? My position is I'm a sheep. Has anyone in this building to have a sheep at home? Hands up. Really? I mean, a real sheep. A sheep. No. Three. Three, sorry. Three. Oh, three. Really? Hey, I, I'm amazed. That's San Diego. Gosh. So, so I'm, 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 I'm a farmer boy too, so I hope it's correct. But, but let's say a sheep, a sheep is almost blind. Do you know that? And she's saying, you're my sheep. Say, yeah, I'm your sheep, cozy, nice, cool. Often people don't think what Jesus is saying. He's saying to you, hey, you are so blind. 
But that point, it's no big deal for me. But the second thing, a sheep is stupid. Right? So I am stupid and I'm blind. But the Lord is my shepherd. He's my shepherd. He's my shepherd. He's my shepherd. I'm blind, I'm stupid. He's my shepherd. But there is always a but. A sheep, the eyes of a sheep is so sensitive. You know that? A sheep can hear the voice. That's why the Bible says, open up your ears when the Holy Spirit is speaking. We have ears, we can hear the shepherd is moving. When the shepherd is moving, we move too. If the shepherd stands, we stand still. The Lord is my shepherd. He leads me, he guides me, he protects me. So the next one is a resurrection fade in the story. It's actually Mary. I like Mary. She's just a cool dude. But I know that even now, God will give you whatever you ask. So the situation was, Lazarus was dead for four days. When you roll on the, sto the stone, and after four days means it's over. Four days means it's over. Four days means my family is over. Four days means the doctor report, it's over. And I tell you something, a doctor will never lie. When you're going to a doctor, when the doctor says, your leg is broken, you cannot say, oh, I don't receive it. No, 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 I don't accept it. No, 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 no. I'm a man of faith. The doctor says, sorry, you, it's broken. Never, there's a, the doctor will bring a fact. There's a fact. A fact means, yes, my leg is broken. But we have a God, the God takes your facts, turns into a miracle. That's the difference. We know God takes something, turns into a miracle. So Mary is saying, whatever you're going through right now, whatever is impossible, even though and even now, God can do one big miracle. So I'm here to tell you certain people right now, you're so disappointed about the area God gave you a dream, a prophetic word many, many years ago. It's maybe 30 years ago, 25 years ago, maybe 13 years ago, and you're wondering, God, where are you? What else, what's about the promises? And Maria will say, even though or even now, God has not forgotten you. God will always come the right timing, and God can speak one word in a season, and a miracle takes place. So I want to share your story, because I love stories. There's a young guy, and here's a picture. Uh, when he was super young and super small, he had a dream. He wants to be, become a filmmaker. You know, filmmaker, he was so inspired by Hollywood, America. He said, I want to Hollywood and Bollywood for India. He said, I want to be a Jesus wood. So I want to create videos for Jesus and want to be very famous. Every vacation, every Wednesday, every Saturday or Sunday, he took his friend, best buddy, and they were filming and filming and filming and filming and filming. So he was 18 years old. He had this passionate dream and calling to be a filmmaker. Do you know that God has a love language? And the love language of God is obedience. I know that love language is very unique. <laughs> so God spoke to him in a, an ISIF conference. Say, lay down your passion. Lay down your calling. Lay down your career. And become a kid's pastor. Being a kid's pastor, it's, it's not like a filmmaker. I mean, it's, 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 
it's noisy. And the diapers and different story. Years after years passed and said to me, Pastor Leo, what's about my calling? It's three years ago and I cannot see a miracle. It's not my passion being a cat's pastor. I'm obedient. That, that's a good thing, but I don't feel it. I said to him, hey, don't be discouraged. Do you know the last story? He said, yes. He said to me, I don't like that story. I said, why? He said, yeah, the part when you say last is comfort is cool, but the waiting season of the four days, four days means four days. Four days means too long. Four days means you never know when will be the day of the breakthrough. When will be the day of the miracle? When will be the day of the promotion? When, God, you open doors? When? The love language of God is obedience. So it was super obedience. And then God has a lot of humor in the whole story of the world. Around three years ago, I don't want to go into the story too much, but three years ago was the day, <laughs> there was the COVID. COVID-19, boom. We had a lockdown in Switzerland for around seven or eight weeks. His problem was, he was in the church, but all the kids were at home. Do you remember? Crazy season. He took the camera. Start filming clips for the kids for Germany, Austria, and also Switzerland. Because they were at home. Because lockdown means they were locked down. <laughs> and all of a sudden, God brought the passion of being a filmmaker and being a kiss pass together, and God used him for such a time as this. For such a time as this. For such a time as this. So here's a small clip about a worship song. I mean, for us Germans, it's, it's, it's so cool. You will not understand anything. The German language, it's like speaking in tongues, like, but it works. So here is the video. Do you know why I love this story? That young boy is my oldest son. And he said, Daddy, 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 how long have to wait? Daddy, I, I'm, I'm done with the kids. I'm, I'm, I'm 22 years old, but I'm, I'm, it's not my passion. So God brought two things together for such a time as this. And he became a voice in the COVID season for thousands and thousands of children around Europe. God is still in the lead. God is still in the lead. God is still in the lead. Even though, even now. So now comes cheese in the game. It's the fighting faith. The fighting faith means, God, you have a problem. 
I will not accept that. I will not accept that my family is not doing good. I'm not accepting my health. God, forget it. I'm here. And I have a relationship. It's not a monologue. It's a dialogue. It's a win-win. You win. I win. I win. You win. God, it's always we're on a winning team, right? If I win, you win. If you win, I win. We're on a winning team. But at the moment, it looks like you win and I'm lose. Forget it. So the winning spirit means I will not accept. And in verse 30, 43 and 44, Jesus called called in a loud voice. You know, loud voice means loud. Loud means I'm loud. I will not accept it. I'm not happy. I'm not happy. No, 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 no means loud. Switzerland would be loud like this. I don't like it. But America, oh my gosh. Ooh la la. So he said, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out. His hands and feet were wrapped with stripes of linen and clothes around his face. I watched so many zombie movies when I was a teenager. So this is the crazy flipping movie. Can you, oh, I said the wrong word? Sorry. This is a, an amazing movie. So can you imagine? This is spooky. He spoke one word. One word is enough and Lazarus came alive. Hey guys, listen to me. God spoke one word. The heavens and the earth came to existence and the rest is made in China. <laughs> is right? We know that. Or that's why make America great again. So, great again, great again, great again, great again. <clears throat> <laughs> Yeah. So what I mean by that is, so whatever you're going through right now, if you're going to a season where your Lazarus is dead, it's impossible, four days dead. Can you imagine when you speak a word? Wife, come out. House, comfort. Money, comfort. You people say, what are you doing? He said, yeah, I'm following my rabbi. I'm following the Jesus style. I speak, I speak the word. 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 Hey, guys, I remember when COVID hit. I don't want to go too much into COVID because I don't like COVID because it's not, it's not, it's not from Switzerland. So, when COVID, when COVID hit, I remember when COVID hit, the first time lockdown, I, I, I was in a Bible school, but nobody taught me when a pandemic will hit the world, what you do. I had no clue, but I remember the first two Sundays I was on the pulpit, no one was there. And I said, God, that's not a problem for me, because our church is not a small group church. Is our church just an event, then it's okay if our church is not existing anymore. So I said, God, our foundation is strong because we are, we are a small group church. I said, God, I really do believe if not now, when then? They said to our church, now it's a time of revival. And I speak out, this season will be not the lockdown. It will be the greatest harvest, the greatest season that we see signs. I spoke it out. I spoke it out. I spoke it out. Sometimes you speak out what you believe. You take the possession, the stand. And you believe that God can do more than you can imagine or dream. This is what Jesus did. Speak out in a loud voice. And tonight we want to speak out in a loud voice about your marriage, about your family, finance, everything. And you will receive an amazing miracle. Do you know you can change the will of God? 
Yeah. They're not one story, they're, they're stories. So one story, for example, God led the people of God out of Egypt, two million of people, into the desert. So the Bible says the people of God, they were narrow-minded people, stubborn people, and a small nation like Switzerland. Our Swiss people are exactly. And God is saying, I'm done. I want to delete my people. Do you know the delete button by a computer? God said, I want to use the button. God was so upset. But there was one guy. His name is Moses. If you read the story of Moses about his leadership, about the complaining of the people, he could say, God, I'm so happy. That's my day. I'm so ready for a new job. Because leading you people, it sucks. I mean, sorry, God. This is... Why in the world do you love those people? Moses could say, like any leader, God, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. So I'm ready for the next step, actually, for the next step. So Moses was saying, if you, if you push the deleting button, you have a problem. You have to kill me first. And God is saying, oh, I didn't see that coming. And God changed the plan because of Moses. So, what I want to say, dear guys, it's a, it's a beautiful thing like Job. Job, he lost everything. And Job said, the Lord gave and he took it away. That prayer is a good prayer. But sometimes we just learn that prayer. But there's another prayer. The fighting prayer means, no, 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 God. <laughs> you have a problem. I'm your best friend. And if you're doing this, Kill me first. That means the, the faith here is water again. Stands for the living word of God. And here is sugar. You know that very well in America. <laughs> That's why I thought I want to connect with you guys. <laughs> so so this is, this is a, it stands for a problem, right? If you pour out, pour in your problem into the word of the Lord. You know what it does? So now you start to mix it, and you mix it, and you say, oh God, but the sugar is still here. And a lot of people, they believe, pour it in, and they mix it, and they stir it, and the sugar is still here. And they give up because you do not see a result. I want to tell you a story about the widow in the Bible. There was a widow, she knocked at the door, knock, knock. I said, nobody's here. She said, oh, sorry. She said, no. I knock so long until whoever is there opens the door. That's the fighting spirit. You say, God, I, I, don't, I, I knocked, knocked, I knocked, knocked, knocked. But nobody's there. I will not stop knocking, praying, fighting, believing, taking a stand until, until I have seen a breakthrough. Until. I see a miracle until, until, until I stir and I stir and I stir and I do not give up. So if you do not give up, if you don't give up, check out, check out what happens. The sugar is not here anymore. Water and sugar become one. And I'm here to tell some people, don't give up stirring. Don't Give up fighting for your family, 
for San Diego, for America, for Mexico, for Canada, for all entire world. Don't ever give up. Don't ever give up. Don't ever give up. Don't ever give up in your life. I want to close with a Bible text. You can take a seat again. I want to close it with an amazing guy in the Bible. And you can see the pattern of not giving up in 2 Kings chapter 20, verse 1 and 2. Put your house in order because you are going to die. You will not recover. Dot. When there's a dot in the Bible, it means dot. A prophet of the Lord comes to the king and says, Hey, so sorry. You will, you will die. There's no recovery. That's not good news in my view of point. Ezekiel turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord. He started praying. Praying means I know God is a God of signs and miracles. God is my best friend, my best buddy. He can speak one word. He knows God. I will not accept it. Forget it. No, 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 no. Verse Three, he said, remember, Lord, remember, Lord, how many times you were in need, I was there for you. I like this prayer. It's very bold. Lord, how I've walked before you faithfully, and with wholehearted heart devotion, and you've done what is good in your eyes. I was so faithful, God. I was always there for me. God, how can you do this? That's a fighting faith. God, I will not give up. God, I lean in a stir. And he wept very bitterly. Verse 5 to 6. I have heard your prayers. He changed the will of God. Verse 2. No recovery. Over. Verse 5. I have heard your prayers. Knock, 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 knock. He's there. I see your tears. I will heal you. And on the third day from now on, you'll go to the temple of the Lord and I will add 15 years to your life. 15 years is 15 years. Hey guys, please don't give up fighting. I remember when I came to Zurich, I want to close with that story. I came to Zurich and people said to me, you are too young. You have no experience. In Zurich, it's such a hard ground. And over there, millions and billions of demons. And I'm like a sheep, blind and stupid. I could not see it. I could not. I said, God, I don't care what is here. If a ground is hard, your miracles are harder. If there are billions of people demons there are billions of angels you are more you are more God you are more you are more you are always more and I'm the best position to receive a miracle so I came to Zurich with the knowledge I'm in the winning team of God Almighty we started the church exploded do you know the first church plant we did I said to God I want to never do church planting never it's like babysitting. No, no. That's why we have two boys. That's enough. So God called out my co-pastor for church planting. So we planted a church that worked very well. The next around 10 churches were planted my own team. My own team left me. I felt I must be a horrible leader. Everyone wants to go and plant his own church. 
and our church planting happens, everyone left and God started the movement. And after we planted around 10 churches, I, I start to realize that's our calling. And since ever then, I changed my position. I said, God, yes, we are a church planting Muslim. Oh, yes, it costs millions and billions of dollars. God, I will not give up until I have seen Europe, God saved every single city, every person. And I will not give up. I don't care about the situation. I have a fighting spirit. I want to see Europe transformed, changed, restored, and a reformation. Come on. Don't ever give up in your life. Don't ever give up in your life. So can we stand together? So can we stand together? So, what is your Lazarus? So can we close our eyes for a moment? What is your Lazarus? And I think everyone has a, a story which you all feel really, really defeated. I don't know how long you're waiting for the miracle. I don't know how many tears you have cried already. I don't know many, how many times you were on your knees. You were fasting, praying, but you haven't seen so far the miracle. So I want to ask you, I want to please you. Don't give in. Don't give up. Don't quit. Don't tell me. That God is not good. That God is not faithful. That's not the position we're called to live in. The Lord is my shepherd. Even if I walk to the death valley. And the dark and death valley, it's not a curse. It's sometimes the only way to get to the new level. It's not a punishment. My God, it doesn't punish me. I'm his child. He trains me. That's something else. So for some people right now, maybe you're on that process of not seeing any progress. Father, I want to pray for all my sisters, brothers and sisters there in that season. They're getting so tired of waiting. And that's the word, how long, God, how long, Father God. So I want to bless you with the spirit of encouragement, with the spirit of boldness, with a spirit that gives you the strength to say, the Lord is my shepherd, and the joy in the Lord is my strength. If God is for me, who and what can be against me? What can be against me? Holy Spirit, just fall down right now. Kick out the spirit of disappointment. Who doesn't mix with the miracle. Kick that out, Father God. You know, Jesus spoke in a loud voice. 
And this is what I want to do right now with you guys. Loud means I speak it out. The devil can hear it. My soul must hear it. And my spirit takes a stand. So when we do this, it, sometimes you think, oh, that's weird. Speaking is always the first step. And then Jesus will do the rest. So wherever you are right now, while the band is playing, I want to ask you to speak to your Lazarus. Whatever it is, speak. It's like Lazarus, the spirit of death, of divorce, of sickness, no more. So can we do this? Speak out your Lazarus. I will count on three. And then wherever you are, do this for yourself in faith. Believe as foundation in one, two, three. Call out the name. Come on. Come for Lazarus. Come for in the name of Jesus. Come out in the name of Jesus Christ. We speak in faith. Come out in the name of Jesus. Come forth. Come forth. Come forth in the name of Jesus. Right now in the name of Jesus Christ. church so I, I want to do something special tonight when I, when I was speaking out the name of Lazarus God spoke to me and I think there's some people in this building you have, you are, have the, a depression and you want to quit and you want to give up you come here and say if dark God doesn't do a miracle the next month I'm done there's also some people right now you are thinking suicidally you want to kill your life and that's like a spirit came over you and you cannot say the joy in the Lord is my strength anymore. The power of a church is we are together in this run. So I want to I wanna ask you, if this is you, you say, Pastor Leo, I, I'm, I'm struggling with a depression. I really struggle of giving up my, my, my marriage, whatever it is. There's a spirit, it's so strong. You're saying, I want to I make an end with my life. So I want to ask you, can you come to the front? I know it takes a little bit while from the, from the, but come to the front. And then I want to pray with you as a whole entire church. We want to, we want to, we want to, we want to pray with you. We want to stand behind you and we want to kick out those things. Can you, can you come to the front?
remember some, some years ago, I was reading my Bible and a friend of mine came to my mind, a friend of mine. And God spoke to me and said, he's very close to give up his life. I said, it cannot be, he's such a strong guy. So I sent him a text message. I said, why in the world are you thinking about killing yourself? He said to me, how can you know? I said, I don't know. God spoke to me. And that day, God saved his life. And I know it's not, it's not something easy for you guys. It's a real struggle, a real fight. And I want to ask you, church, can we just lift up our hands? And we want to pray with you. We want to kick out those demons, those strongholds in your life on the both sides. Father God, you said when, when the leader of a church prays for the sick people, for the people in need, you will do a transforming miracle. And right now, Father God, as a whole community, as the body of Christ, we're crying out to you. And we want to ask you that, that, Father God, we say that the spirit of, of killing, the spirit of depression, the spirit of want to quit, of want to giving up, we want to kick you out in the name of Jesus Christ right now. Right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, you have to leave those bodies, the soul and the body and the spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. You cannot stand anymore. You cannot dwell anymore. You are not welcome anymore. We take out the roots of those systems in you. And Holy Spirit, fall down with a new anointing. Anoint those people with a fresh anointing. With the joy in the Lord is my strength. The joy in the Lord is my strength. The peace in the Lord and the righteousness of the Lord. And, and all those gratitudes from you right now fall down. So let's pray together in tongues. Stretch out your arms right now. Come on, church. Let's pray for those people. Come on. Speak in tongues, in your own language, whatever it is. Wow. What an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already, and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.